0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of Geeks Against the Grain. Today's episode, we will be debating the best year of movies. Um, and Dan just made it in. Perfect. I'm going to play you a drop right after I intro the show, Dan. Um, awesome. But tonight, we're going to be talking best year of movies. Um, now, this does not limit uh, no. yourself to anything. You can do past, present, future. Um, I opened it up so it would prevent us from uh, having the same year. Um, hopefully we don't, um, hopefully especially no one has my year or I'll just end the show. Um, <laughs> before, just go first. That's very, no, no. Cause you guys know how long winded I am. It's best if I go last. Um, just don't have my year. Uh, simple as that. I'll mute you. There we go. Easy. Simple <laughs> enough. Fair um, enough. But no, before I introduce obviously my very eager panel, I want to inter- introduce um, the drop I will be playing every show. Um, this is from our good friends from They Called This a
1: Movie.
2: Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B-movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Called This a Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at They Called This a Movie. They Called This a Movie testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time
0: we want to thank them very 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 much that was an awesome drop uh, i'm gonna love playing that every week um and well, i really appreciate you doing that oh absolutely i was just about to intro you in right right there um dan dan is on they called this a movie um you guys have had such a strong response in coming over um to, to our network and us promoting you guys' show. Uh, the fan base just loves you guys' show. Because it's movies that like you have seen once that maybe you forgot about. And you're like, maybe I didn't like that movie. Maybe I did. You know, it's good hearing someone bring it up again. Um, you guys are doing great, great, great things uh, with all of your shows. Because you don't just have one. Um, but uh, welcoming the for the first time to Geeks Against the Grain, I believe it's your first time then, um what's going on Dan?
2: Uh, oh, not much it is my first time i've been dying to do this show so thank you very much uh for having me and thank you so much for the kind words uh about they called this a movie we work our butt off even though we're having a lot of fun with it there's a lot that goes into it uh anthony he's he's the guy who pretty much carries it and you know just uh i know i know there's a lot out there about you know, talk about bad movies, but it, it's a lot of fun, and we're glad that it's getting a strong reception.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's everything you guys are doing, it's been so much fun, like I said before, um, and I'm really glad we finally got to get you on an episode. This will be um, first of a lot going forward. I could have just said first of many, I don't know what's going on with my head, but first of many <laughs> going forward, um, so we're really glad to have you. Uh, before I run out of ni- nice things to say, um, let me introduce, welcoming back, I believe, since our Star Wars episode, Mike. What's going on, Mike?
3: Once again, it's on like a mother flipping psycho. Hey, man, I'm just glad you guys got me here not to be the villain for once. That's great, because every time I was on it, was like, hey, everybody loves this thing except Mike. So, it, hey,
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. For our, for our fans listening, legit. It's funny because when we would talk about, like, all right, what do we want our topics to be? We would, AJ and Tom usually are always super fast on coming up with ideas for topics. So when we first started Geeks Against the Grain, we would come up with topics and everyone would be like, yeah, 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 I love that movie. Like, who are we going to get to say, like, they didn't like it so we're not just all talking about how much we loved it? Um and then like Michael come in and go, well I hated it <laughs> and it's like
3: <laughs> well, so I thought you guys <laughs> like bad movies. Sit.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, you, no, we need people we, like that in the world.
0: Absolutely, We can not have everyone liking everything. We have to have someone that doesn't right. like it, you So I I love it, but um, we definitely. It's funny because Mike, you weren't a fan of the Last Jedi, right? Correct. Okay, Tia just saw. I really the do like the Mandalorian though; it is really good. All right, I'll uh, get that in there Somebody doesn't call me a
3: Star Wars hater.
0: No, the Mandalorian is beautiful, but um, Tia actually saw the Last Jedi maybe about a week ago or a week and a half ago, and she hated it. Oh, <laughs> God bless her. God
3: bless her. God bless her, and congratulations so, on your promotion Tia.
0: I wanted to- <laughs> absolutely. Um, I-, I wanted to give you and Tia that shout out so you don't feel alone anymore, because I to watch it before um episode nine comes out so she did and she was just like wow horrible uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, i just wanted to put that out there we're um, gonna derail
3: if you keep doing this
0: <laughs> yeah no we are um huge shout out uh, to tia she wasn't feeling well she wanted to be on but she will be on this friday or saturday whenever we decide we're, we're putting the show up uh, but she will be on the next episode so huge shout out to tia feel better um but yeah, I wanted to I wanted to mention that to you, Mike, before I forgot. Um, but also, welcoming back Dom. What's going on, Dom?
1: Oh man, it's all good here. I just got done feeding uh my snake Lucifer and watching you know, a mouse in its last no. moment. So I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Wait,
0: is your you said your snake's name is Lucifer? Yeah. All right, just know, like, I would never come over to your house, like, ever.
1: Um, <laughs> most, things, most of my friends don't.
0: Yeah, those are two things that should not go together, a snake and, like, a devil. <laughs> That's why be. I did it. It's my part. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but we're glad you're on, Dom. And last but not least, AJ, what's going on, AJ?
4: What is up? What is up? First of all, I just want to say, how can you not like The Last Jedi? It is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Tia were actually me, Tia, and Ryan was actually arguing about this in our the top ten podcast. Um, the the last time we spoke, and uh, I got so heated because uh, people need to love the Last Jedi. And arguments I keep hearing, I just feel like they're invalid. You might have a good argument, but either way, Last Jedi is an incredible movie, and also um the Mandalorian is perfect and if you have not watched The Watchmen yet you need to I just caught up on yeah. that today it's awesome
0: Yeah the 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 latest episode was was super trippy it was it was so surreal um when we got to see them at New York Comic Con um it, it was just so crazy just seeing actually seeing Regina King um, like, that was just insane, but, um, that show is amazing, um, I kind of need the producers of that show to stop talking about it as if we're only get one season, um, because that's making me very angry, um, but yeah, definitely check out The Mandalorian, check out Watchmen, and, um, yeah, watch The Last Jedi for yourself, form your own opinion, uh, don't listen to us, form your own opinion,
4: um, or just do it, just do
0: it. Just see it. Just see it. Um, But all right, let's get into our topic. Our topic, like I said before, is everyone will be picking what they think is the best year of movies. Um, Actually, Dan, we're going to start with you. Since you are new to the show, we will start with you. So give us your pick for uh, your best year of movies.
2: Awesome. I'm a little nervous now because now I don't want to be (laughs) a person who might have your year and lead off. And just totally ruin everything. But uh, here it goes. I'm, I'm picking 1994 Best Year Movies. That, <laughs> who had that?
3: <laughs> I thought I'm the only old one on the show. No one's going to pick 94. That was my <laughs> year I'm too. 30, I'm 32. All right. <laughs> All right. I, mean, I got to back up. Don't worry about it. I got back up too. Okay. All right. You see, this is why you, <laughs> I ruined
2: everything right off the bat. Coming on my first show... It goes to a grinding halt. Um, <laughs> no, I mean you look at the list. I mean you have Pulp Fiction, one of my top five movies, Forrest Gump, uh, Clerks, Kevin Smith's first film, and of course one of the best animated movies ever, The Lion King. So, and right there, that's a those are heavy hitters in the in the uh, film community, obviously. So, and I was young enough to enjoy. Just the Lion thing. I didn't get to see Pulp Fiction for a few more years after uh, after that. But and uh, going down the list, of professional Ed Wood. Uh, it, it's a pretty good year. Ace Ventura. I mean, if you like those kind of movies, obviously uh, Dumb and Dumber, another one of my favorites. True Lies. I mean, it, it's. I think we '94 is right in like smack dab where the, the really good '90s movies are, and like the slapstick really corny movies are it's uh it's a solid year
0: yeah i mean funny thing is you picked 94 i was one one yeah i was one i was one in 94 um, <laughs> oh, so everything shit. you're saying <laughs> i'm like goo gaga like i i i barely was alive during any of that i, I was um,
2: seven i think i was seven seven years old at that
0: time Oh man! So you actually were in the 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 thrill of the Lion King? Like I watched it. Oh yeah. As I got older, um, that was I, always one of I favorite. saw that. Like, me, go ahead. Yeah, I saw that
2: in Manhattan, I believe, and like they had this big production of it, and I it's one of my very first film memories.
0: Yeah, I, so that I movie really been, holds a place in my heart. I always say the Attitude Era, the Jordan Era, and when Lion King first came out um, is, one of the biggest era, of um, is one of the biggest regrets of me being born in 93, is that I was too young to really know any of what was going on in the height of any of that. Um, so, I mean, that just, it, it sucks. And you bringing up 94 and how many good movies came out, I'm just like, ah, oh, sucks.
2: I mean, anyway, you had like you had <laughs> nick going on right you had like rugrats doug uh, yeah what else hey arnold and all that i mean i i am the person who says the 90s was the best time to grow up
0: yeah i mean i i think you could make a case as a kid the 90s was the best time um as an adult you might, people, you might have people that say 60s or the 80s um as as a kid, I, it's, it's not even to be debated. Uh, the 90s. 90s <laughs> like,
2: no, nin- takes the cake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, even in the idea of sports, everything, just everything. um but, I mean, you know, it's just great, great time. Um, I am curious. Uh, I'm going to go to you next, Mike. I am curious. What was one of the biggest movies that stood out to you for you to want to pick the year? of 94, before you go into telling us what your backup year is.
3: Uh, oh, I think Hulk by King. now everyone knows I'm a humongous Stephen King fan. So obviously uh, Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies of all time. Ah. Uh, one, one of my favorite books of all time is Interview with the Vampire by Anne Rice, and that adaptation was pretty good. And, and The Crow, I think The Crow is like a movie that's really kind of flown under the radar. You know, we got a billion superhero movies a year now. You know, that's back when we were lucky to get one every couple of years. And a lot of people at the time didn't even know. Cause that was based off of a comic book, so uh, that's that's what I think. If you guys haven't visited, go back and watch it now. It's really dark and gothic. And you know, it was uh, Brandon Lee's last movie, you know, he actually died on the set of making that movie. So, uh, yeah, th- those three really stand out too much. Then you got like some of the more classics, like Natural Born Killers, which might be a little too visceral for some people. You got Dumb and Dumber and the Mask, you know, yet you really it was like the year of Jim Carrey. You had Keanu before he was like an internet meme, and Speed, it was just such a fun year of just not just turn off your brain movies, but also like I said, the deep V. Impactful movies like Shawshank Redemption, and um, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger's like second best movie ever, High Terminator Two, was uh, True Lies. Agreed.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. I could I go will, on and
3: on. That's just amazing. Did,
0: did um did Liar Liar come out in the nineties?
3: Yeah, but it was yeah. it was later than that, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just I I was trying to remember if it just came out in the nineties. That was that that in the math might be my two favorite all time Jim Carrey movies. Um. So yeah, when when you said when you were saying it was kind of like the year of Jim Carrey, I'm like, wait, when did Liar Liar come out? Um. But yeah, no, I was just curious. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna end up asking Dom the same thing when I pass to, when I finally pass it to him. Um. Because it's just funny the three of you were, were all eyeing '94. <laughs> um. But uh, what was what was your backup, Mike?
3: Well. <sighs> I know you guys just talked about how it was amazing to grow up in the 90s. Nothing was ever close, never – see, I think it's whatever generation probably that you grew up in, you're going to kind of feel that way because I am a child of the 80s. And obviously just look at something like Stranger Things and how that connected with everything. That's because the 80s were awesome. You know what was even better about the 90s? Growing up as a teenager in the 90s. I'll just put it out there. There, we can agree to disagree on that one. Uh, I mm-hmm. guess I'll go 1984. Uh, 1984. You had basically all the movies that you see a bunch of reboots and failed sequels to now that were actually coming out like Ghostbusters, like Beverly Hills Cop, like Terminator, Nightmare on Elm Street, Gremlins, Karate Kid. You know, all this Indiana Jones, uh, Spinal Tap, Police Academy. You guys remember Police Academy? Hell, Revenge of the Nerds. I, I mean, these are all movies that they couldn't make now because people would say that they were just uh, they make people uncomfortable or whatever. Footloose, bro. That was like the best bad movie I've ever seen in my life. Come on. <laughs> The Natural, one of my favorite baseball movies ever. Like I said, that I movie's probably a little too much for, uh, for I you were probably like negative 14 or something in 1984 or something like that. But I was <laughs> six. I was very impressionable. Uh, that was one of the first movies I saw in theater. I saw E.T. in 82, and then I saw <laughs> Ghostbusters in 84 in the theater. And that was just like, you know, just a big deal. I grew up pretty poor. So when we got to go to the cinema, it was like a big deal. So I, I'll always remember seeing Ghostbusters in the theater. And that's why – that's why when everyone was like, oh, you just don't like this new Ghostbusters because of women, it's like, no, I don't like it because it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little bit of uh, 80s elit- 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 elitism. Is that a word? Yeah. 80s elitist attitude coming out in me there where I said, like, I feel like a lot of these these movies that they're coming out with sequels to or reboots now, and they're not doing well with my generation because, yeah, we, we're just like – we 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 – Lived it before, we don't need it again because all it's doing is kind of just making us while we're seeing it, we just want to go back home and watch. Like, I look at you talked about Lion King in your last segment, you know. I just watched that Lion King, that new Lion King with my kid the other day, and all this whole time thinking, all I want to do is go back and watch the 1994 version. That's how I feel about any of these, these 80s remakes or reboots that they're doing now. I just want to go back and watch the original version. Yeah, I felt the
2: same way. I really, I don't need to see the new Lion King. I've already seen the best version of it, so.
3: Well, they did. They took the best part out, which was uh, was Jeremy Irons' scar and and the singing. Yeah, they 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 yeah, didn't take they, out the singing. They just put people in there that thought they could sing and they couldn't sing. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I I will say the the biggest thing because AJ and Dom know this. We we've talked about this at at nauseam. Um, I, I I'm not the biggest fan of you doing, um, not reboots, but like. Uh, like you yeah remakes rather remakes um but i do understand the idea of kids that weren't able to grow up um when they when these movies first came out it's like there's no connection to it sure, um sure. so it's like you want to release it in something that they can connect with um and there's no one that people love more right now than uh donald glover or beyonce or seth rogan um, so you want to give them names of people that they can kind of relate to and they can kind of feel as their own. Um, uh, I mean, in the same vein, you can create something completely original, uh, that will do the same thing, but, uh, I- I'll never be against kids kind of feeling what we might have felt when we were younger. Um, but just a different version of it. Um, so, I mean, I kind of like it, I'm I, not like it, but I kind of, I kind of hate it and I kind of understand it. Um, but yeah, I also have not seen the new Lion King. Not because I don't want to; it's just way too much stuff keeps coming out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Keep losing the time. Save the two it.
3: hours of your life and watch just something on Disney Plus <laughs> instead. Watch the original again.
0: I'm gonna watch the original
3: I've, one and a half times.
0: So far, <laughs> I've watched a all of them. A lot. Um, I've seen Aladdin. I loved it. Um, what else did I see? Right. I, saw I liked Maleficent a lot. Um, Dumbo. The Tramp
3: was okay too. Sorry. We watched that on Disney Plus the other night.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna watch him. I, I I'm gonna end up watching it. Maybe tomorrow I'll, I'll put it on and watch it. But um, here's what I
3: suggest: watch mm-hmm. it, put it on mute, and put on the soundtrack from the 1994 version. You'll have a much much better time because it is a very beautiful movie.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> listen. I since John Favreau has done Iron Man, um, I refuse to not see anything that that man does. Um, Hell, even Chef so, was good. I, I agree. Yeah, so I just have to keep consistent. And I still think that live action wise, there's not going to be anything um, Disney wise. Well, not Disney necessarily, but that animated movie wise that's better than Jungle Book. Like that to me. I'm is with
3: you crazy. there. I agree.
0: That's the cream of the crop. You're not going to get better than that. Um, so, I mean, I'm still going to go see it though. But um, no, I mean, I, I, I like your year a lot. I mean, if you named possibly two of the biggest movies in movie history. Uh Ghostbusters and what was the other one? I, I completely, completely... Oh, Beverly
3: Hills cop or Terminator.
0: Yes. Oh both. <laughs> Throw both in there. Um yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's definitely that, that's a big year. Um wow. <laughs> the box office must have exploded. Um but yeah, no, I, I love that pick. I love that pick a lot. Of course, another year that I was pretty much non existent in. <laughs> now,
3: you can't help when you were born. Don't worry about it.
0: I, I can't at all. I can't at all. Um, but all right, Dom, I'm going to go to you. First, I want to know what drew you to 94. Because um, me and you were actually talking before everyone called in about how much we were hoping no one had our respect <laughs> um, Seemingly, I think I'm safe, unless AJ screws me over. Um, <laughs> You... <laughs> You had your year taken away. It would have been twice over, because Mike had the same idea too. Um, but what about '94 in uh, the movies kind of drew you to that year, and then you can go ahead and give me the actual year that that you're gonna put up.
1: Uh, well, I think '94, uh, and I think the, well, the first I think the first, the good thing about the '80s and the '90s is is that the the uh, the way movies were structured as far as releases and whatnot is that they they had like a good like hang around time. Like I, I, you know, there's movies that came out in 84 that I didn't watch till 95 and everybody was able to enjoy them like they were new because there wasn't as many movies like they have now coming out on a consistent basis. So movies were enjoyed for a lot longer time and have a better shelf life. Um, But what what uh, drew me to 94 is uh was a couple movies because it kind I feel like that kind of helped mold my uh, my taste in movies and also like uh, my kind of personal aesthetic going forward in life. Uh, but it was The Crow, which is in my top five uh, of all time for myself. Um, the Mask was like kind of Jim Carrey himself with him with H. Ventura Dumb and Dumber like he was like my comedy guy like that's who. I wanted to laugh. I was watching Jim Carrey. And then Pulp Fiction, which at the time I, of course, didn't exactly know what was going on. But, you know, it was a movie that stuck with me. And then as I got older, realizing how good it was. Um, And then I feel like, you know, of course, Shawshank. And then Forrest Gump, I feel like I uh, saw that probably the most. And that was probably my... My mom's fault because she loved that movie, but I definitely saw Forrest Gump probably more than any movie that year. Um, but, yeah. Um, but going for my backup year, I don't have to go very far because <laughs> it's 1995. Um, yeah, Toy Story, Bad Boys, Braveheart, Apollo 13, um Billy Madison and Adam Sandler started, you know, popping off. Um, Clueless, I never really cared for it, it as, like, a great movie, but as a, a young man and you have a movie with hot girls in it, of course I'm going to like the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> you had The Usual Suspects, which, they, you know, I think 90, was it 1990? You know, I was younger, but I saw, I know Goodfellas came out in ninety. I saw it around this time, which started my love for gangster movies, and then Usual Suspects comes out, and it just makes it uh, that much better. Um, Desperado is a great movie. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Get Shorty. Um, Empire Records is weirdly a good movie. Um, Yeah, GoldenEye and Pierce Brosnan is my favorite 007. Uh, Tommy Boy, Waterworld, World, Heat. Jumanji, Batman Forever. I mean, uh, what else? Mallrats <laughs> is yeah, yeah. Like, there's so many good movies in that era, and I think that's why I lingered around. I mean, Casino. Um, that, that whole era right there was kind of like what shaped my my movie taste, and I went through a phase of like this era up until like middle school watching so, as many movies as possible. Then I started liking girls, and, you know, my focus was a little different. Um, but then after, uh, like, college is when I start, you know, really getting back into movies a lot. So, like, the the 90s era is very important into my uh, movie catalog. Hey, Mortal Kombat cast, it was, it was a good year. It was a really good year.
0: One thing I want to say to you, Dom, is you said Casino as if it was like, the way you said it sounded like it was a throwaway movie. Put some more oh, no, never. <laughs> Put some more respect in that movie, all right? All right, people try to say Scarface made cocaine cool. No, Sharon Stone doing cocaine <laughs> made cocaine cool. Um, but no, seriously, uh, that movie is definitely in my top five um, all-time year. Um Yeah. It, it was just a lot Robert De Niro was doing around that time that I was just like, I, I'm gonna love it. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna love anything Robert De Niro does. Um, but Casino is, is definitely up there. Uh, a Bronx Tale is up there. Um, but yeah, Casino that that's one of my all time favorite movies ever.
1: Um, I feel like uh, Casino. I think I feel like Casino kind of solidified Robert De Niro as like a guy that. You know he's acting, but you kind of don't want to mess
3: with him. Oh, 100%. 100%. Honest, well, I mean, I saw a Taxi Driver when I was young, and that was enough for me to be like, I ain't right, that dude.
0: And to be honest, everyone kind of looks back like on Joe Pesci and goes, I ain't seen that stuff. I can tell you what, in the 90s, you probably didn't want to mess with Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci was probably one of the guys to get you got. Um, so he's not one to mess with. But um, yeah, the uh the, the team of De Niro, Sharon Stone, and uh, Joe Pesci that movie to me is just it's easily in my top five. Um, but yeah. Did
3: I mention one where he didn't he didn't yeah. name is a uh, seven? Absolutely. Seven is probably my favorite David Fincher movie. Oh
1: yeah. 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 I forget how until yeah.
3: so you just mentioned those, thoughts, I had no idea ninety five was that dude ninety four ninety five is just back to back. That's just good grief, yeah. what a time. <laughs> yeah, Braveheart
2: is one of my that used to yes. be my all time favorite yes. movie. Braveheart. Before Mel yeah. went off the deep end, obviously, but <laughs> Damn. it's Good listen, pick. You, you've Sounds, got geez, to separate. A great year. Go ahead, go ahead, Dan. I was going to say sometimes you just have to separate the the man from the artist, I
3: guess. But oh, yeah, oh sure, sure. I probably wouldn't pick. watch anything if I cared I about do what it everybody all the thought. Time. <laughs>
0: I do it all the time. The entire time that, that documentary about Michael Jackson was going off, I was just listening to, like, his album, and I was just like, nah, I, was like oh, I mean, come on. Yeah, I, mean, come on. I, I pay no thriller. attention to that. Come on. Right. I'm like, come so, on. Yeah, he as the <laughs> saying
2: goes, right, the man-made thriller, so.
0: Man-made thriller. I mean, come on. I mean, not saying, not saying if, if, you know, if, if he did it, like, I'm okay with it, but I mean, <laughs> he did I mean, Come on. <laughs> right. I mean, the, not that
2: we're gonna go. We don't want to go off into uh,
0: yeah, very true, very court true, hearings very and
2: all true. that. But he, the, the, the guy. Come on, man. One of the best all-time selling artists, most talented guy.
0: Sometimes, I mean,
2: yeah,
3: that was so my all, Elvis growing. That was my Elvis you, growing up. By the way, yeah, growing up in the like, 80s. Yeah.
0: I remember someone said to me, like, like if if you know if any of this stuff being said against him is true, you're like you're not gonna hate him. I'm like, yo, know, do me a favor when you get a chance, go to YouTube, type in Michael Jackson's Super Bowl performance, and just oh. watch the fact that he stood there for like ten minutes and said nothing in the crowd. <laughs> and, like right. literally just said nothing.
2: Hey, they, <laughs> legend. Legend status.
0: Legend, exactly. Um, there's two people you will never wash away the legacy of in my mind, and that's Prince and Michael Jackson. You can tell me anything. it's, it's fine. It's I I still yeah, love it. Agreed. That. Um <laughs> but um AJ, let me pass it on to you, man. What year do you have? And Did anyone pick a year that you were going to?
4: <laughs> okay, so this is going to show my age a little bit. I was born in 96. So, all these movies, um, the years y'all picked so far, I wasn't even born yet, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was actually lucky enough to be Born into a family that loved watching movies. So, of course, I watched all those movies like what, a couple years after I was born, like three, four, five, six years after. And I enjoy all those movies, and they're very nostalgic and really good, um, really well made. Also, I also want to touch on, um, before I start my list, um, my ear, I want to touch on uh, uh, remakes and reboots and all that. I just feel like those type of movies aren't made for people, people like us that are that already had the movies in mind. Like we had, oh God, Lion King. We already we already had the original. I think the remakes and reboots are for people that haven't been introduced to those type of movies yet. And not only that, it'll introduce them to what, hap- um, what um, the past films were like. So they might go back and watch the animated Lion King, the animated um, Aladdin and all that. So for me, I don't really care if we get reboots and remakes because I always have the original. So I don't really complain about that. Now, I think <laughs> I'm a little upset because I thought we were just doing the decade, the past decade, instead of like overall year. So, <laughs> I'm I'm picking um no um, the 2006 2016. So it's very recent. Um, the year 2016 films where you had Martin Scorsese Silence, you had Moonlight, La La Land, um, Civil War, Jungle Book, which you guys were talking about earlier, um, Hidden Figures. Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Rogue One, I think, is one of the best new Star Wars movies right now. Um, Moana, Don't Breathe, which is probably one of the scariest movies I've seen in a decade. Um, Hush, Lights Out, Split, Star Trek Beyond. I <laughs> I honestly love that movie. Um Florida. So, yeah, my choice is going to be the twenty sixteenth yeah twenty sixteen year for film
0: yeah i I don't think don't breathe gets enough respect
3: agree um,
0: it it was it, hook. it yeah yeah, no, I'm with you on that Don't breathe to me was a horror movie that didn't cheapen you out with jump scares. it just authentically just felt like what it would be if you just couldn't see anything. Um, and, you know, just just going through the idea of, you know, not knowing where you are, trying to navigate through things. Um, I, I loved it. I loved it. I was one of the people that was like, don't make a part two. Like, you ended it to where you could, but don't. Uh, it's just really hard to top it. Um, I mean, we see that with Halloween. A lot of people feel as though the next best Halloween to the first one was the last one that just came out recently. Um so it's just hard to do it um so i mean i am with you that that's a huge year i mean i've never seen la La land um I have a pure disgust for uh musical type films um
4: so i, I did, did i did too i did too and so i actually <laughs> i actually watched la actually no never mind um the only musical I actually really really liked was singing in the Rain. but other than that, I hated like musicals until I saw La La Land. I was like, "Yes, I, this is good."
0: Yeah, that that's one of the things AJ where I'll just definitely take your word for it, but I'll tell you now, I'll never see that movie. Um I just I can't sit through all that singing. Uh I'm just I I can't. Um but no, the, the movies you named, I mean, especially Rogue One. I don't think Rogue One gets enough credit um for being such a good movie. Um yeah, no, I'm with you. That that's a stacked year. That that that's a really good year. Did anyone want to um want to touch on on AJ's year?
1: Actually, oh, uh, a couple
3: of horror movies there actually impressed me because you know I'm a big horror guy and I feel like I feel like horror's finally starting to turn around from that jump scare. Oh, it was a cat uh, thing that they did there for the like 15 years from 2000 onwards. So uh, I said in my Doctor Sleep review that uh, I put on the site this morning was that that's why I like Mike Flanagan. He can actually scare us. And he's, he's one of the ones that made Hush and Absentia and Oculus and movies like that you guys have probably seen recently, Haunting of Hill House, where he doesn't have to have the jump scaring. Shows us that you can actually make stuff scary by making people uncomfortable, which is what I like about Stephen King so much, is because it's psychological horror. And yeah, Don't Don't Breathe was actually one of those ones that actually had me like holding my breath. So yeah, great pick. Can I say
0: something really Did quick you say about that? 2016? 20? Go ahead. You said
3: 2016. I
0: said
2: 2016. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah. Uh, 2016.
4: Uh, did you mention the nice guys? I didn't, but I should have. I love the nice guys. Oh, yeah. that movie, and the arrival. Talk about underrated. That movie and was Lion. great.
2: Uh, that Lion was a was movie. Really uh, I didn't get to see Lion, but I obviously th- did. That win. Uh, no, Moonlight won Best Picture that year, correct? Yeah, Moonlight won. Yeah,
0: Moonlight won. Yeah,
2: Moonlight won. Okay, yeah, that that's another movie I didn't get to see, but I mean Hell or High Water, Cuba, uh, yeah, yeah, no, Arrival.
3: Check out a yeah. rival if you have
2: And depending on your affiliation, Batman v. Superman, ton of justice.
3: I mean, again, if that's what you're into. Hi, <laughs> Tia.
0: Oh, you're having a good laugh right now. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, say this, I'll say this. For whatever jokes people might have, it gave us our best Batman to date. Um, might but not have been I, a good movie. I will,
2: I, I, I'm kind of on board with you there. Again, the the, the wanton killing I wasn't a uh, fan of but yeah, I'm just tired of talking, his, talking about
0: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> But no, his
0: his I, listen,
2: physique and his fighting style was very listen the, the, probably I will the closest always, we've gotten to Batman.
0: I will always tell people this every live action Batman movie Batman has killed. The only reason we make a big deal about Ben's Batman killing is because it wasn't a fun world. It was more of a brute. Like it, he drove his Batmobile through a car. Like that, a hundred percent, just that that murdered someone. But we forget, Michael yeah. Keaton definitely turned his Batmobile around and then lit someone on fire, and then just allowed that guy to continue walking on fire. <laughs> um, we in, in Batman eighty
2: nine, he he throws some guy off of the uh, the belfry, right? He he does the yeah. scissor kick, throws, yeah, hits his guy, hits
4: hits the guy in the head with the bell, and then just yeah. throws him down. So, so like, we no. might have hope with Matt Reeves, Batman, where Batman doesn't kill. Just saying.
0: Listen, listen.
4: Um, fingers if crossed. If
0: Batman wants to murder a few, murder a few. He does no wrong in my eyes, okay? But you guys already know about that. <laughs> um, but no, I wanted to mention, um, before I pass it to you, Dom, I wanted to mention, kind of lost my lost track of where I was going a little bit. But um, AJ, uh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I wanted to, to mention this to you, Mike. I saw Dr. Sleep and I had you in mind because you were the reason why I wanted to go see it because I know your passion for um, for for the books. And I was like, I'm curious if Mike would, you know, would have liked this movie. So I was like, I'll go out and see it. Right. So I went and I saw it. And AJ, you're my witness. First thing I told you, AJ, was that's easily the movie of the year. Like, I don't think I've seen a better movie this year. Than Doctor Sleep, even though I that's love why it my
3: heart that it flopped. It it just breaks my heart because it's like, dude, that uh-huh. I really think so that sad. all of the goodwill that it kind of got for Stephen King adaptations, Pet Cemetery, completely wrecked them, and that's why people didn't go no. see this movie. I think, and it's a shame because it is fantastic. And I was like, I don't think anything can be better than Joker this year. Is what I said before I went and saw that movie. And I was like, I think that's my favorite movie this year, and I know there's some bias yeah. there, but no, I said it's no. better than the book, and that means a lot coming from a Stephen King fan like me. It's better than the I, book. I,
0: I'm with you, and also I'm, I will say I think part of why it didn't do so well is the marketing. I don't think drove it home that it was a continuation of The Shining. They so should I have called it like, The
3: Shining, Doctor Sleep, or something like that. They should have had that title yeah. in somewhere. I agree. Or
0: just market it, market it better. Like have like when you were showing that scene where you and McGregor kind of put his face in the crack where the axe, uh, where the axe was yeah. from The Shining kind of have like a flash of Jack Nicholson there so someone's like oh wait like is that oh that's from the shine you know because I kind of feel like if you don't connect those dots with someone who isn't like a diehard Stephen King fan um, that might have seen the shining like what 10-15 years ago might not remember like oh that's the house that's the place that's his mom like you just you, you don't really connect those dots so I think they could have done a better job of connecting it but I think that was the purpose Mike I think they didn't want people to rely heavily on the idea of having to see the first one to fully understand this one. Um, that's I why think I, the word
3: of mouth and the quality of it—it's going to be one of those. It has success on home video, but it's just—I—I—I I, yeah. I, I worry now that they're not going to let Mike Flanagan make any more Stephen King movies again. And the guy no, is like—he's like the Frank Durabond of this age with Stephen King. It's, it's like the a perfect. the best horror
4: movie of 2019
3: right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, 100%. I, I don't think mm. there will be a,
3: guys go see it.
0: Regardless of how good Star Wars is, I still don't put anything above Doctor Sleep. Uh, that that movie was just so well done. It gave us the kind of horror that I think true horror fans miss. Um, but Dom, I'm so sorry, man. Um, uh, go ahead and give us your thoughts.
1: Oh uh, well, uh, to add the Doctor Sleep thing, I so I saw it and I and I felt like like you said. I think it was the the advertising. But I felt like kind of the opposite as far as, like, I felt like they were selling it more as, at least the stuff that I saw, more as a sequel, and it felt more as, uh, like, a standalone-ish type to me. At least a, the second half of the movie was more of a standalone uh, to me uh, because, for me, like, uh, I've, I guess since I've watched so many horror movies, I'm a little spoiled as to what, Makes me feel uh, a certain type of a certain level of uh, fear, but for me, once the movie got focused on um, Abra and Rosie, I feel like that's when that movie kind of took off for me, at least. Um, Yeah, but no, I was gonna. I was. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that uh, I almost had 2016 as my year, also simply for the fact of. Deadpool, because I have been waiting for that movie for so long. And the fact that it did so well, like, (laughs) because I think it came out on my birthday that year. And uh, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And then I can't believe that it worked to the point we got a second one. And now we're getting more rated R comic book movies. Like, so that for simply just for that movie, I, I almost picked 2016.
3: I remember when I had that yeah. same interview about Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's a good time. I've been
1: waiting for this my whole life, and yeah.
0: I will say um, that Deadpool is a perfect example. If I was teaching a marketing class, Deadpool is what I would use as uh, the, the 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 lesson guide. That's how you market yeah. a movie. Um, yeah. And that's I, what, I still that's, I still will say that's this. No, but I I still will say this. I think if Warner Brothers was smarter, and we know they're not, so I mean, this is just a dead issue, but if they were smarter, um, they would have just called Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, Emancipation, um, and marketed that movie the same way Deadpool was marketed, because it comes out in February. It could seem like, you know, like, um, it's okay to be single around Valentine's Day, like, like, market it to where um, women who maybe aren't interested in comic book movies kind of see this and was like, yeah, yeah, forget men. Like, yeah, I'm going to go see this movie. But right now all they're doing is just catering to comic book fans. And to me personally, they're not even doing a good job doing that. Um, like if Margot Robbie wasn't Harley Quinn, I don't know how interested I'd be in this movie. Um, so, I mean, they just do a better job marketing. And I think Harley Quinn is a character that could be as meta as Deadpool um, I, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying this, but I actually saw the full season of the new Harley Quinn animated show, and that's exactly how Harley Quinn should be, because once you guys see the first episode, you'll think you're, you're watching female Deadpool, and if they were smart, they would market the movie version more like that, because that's something that kind of just resonates more um, with people, because people just love Deadpool, um, but regardless... Um, let's move on uh, Warner Brothers is going to Warner Brothers um, for my pick I went way out of left field um, everyone did past. I decided to do future movies I have not even seen yet but I can tell you will be the year of movies let me count them down um, well first of all my year is 2021 and can I borrow movies- your time machine Yes, yes, you can of course. Yeah, um, the movies are Suicide Squad, Doctor Strange, Jurassic World, oh uh, well, Jurassic World three, Doctor Strange two, The Batman, Avatar two, Thor: Love and Thunder, Indiana Jones five, Space Jam two, Fast and Furious ten, Mission Impossible seven, Sherlock Holmes three, Fantastic Beasts, uh, three, um, Cruella. 355, which has an amazing cast, that has a really good cast. Um, Mortal Kombat, Black Adam, um, and I think there was one more. Black Adam. Oh, man, um, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm with you on that. But um, but yeah, that's that's the list of of movies to me that are the the heavy hitters. Um, and, of course, a lot more can can uh, come up between now and then. But those are my heavy hitters. You guys know the real reason why I picked 2021, because the Batman comes out. Like, I mean, come let, let's not even put it clear. clear. Yeah. Um, that's exactly why I picked it. Um, But, no, seriously, I think these movies, I love The Last Mission Impossible. Um, I thought that was yeah. such a good First of all, I want to always thank JJ Abrams for turning around that franchise with Mission Impossible Agree. 3. Um, because Mission Impossible 2 was horrible. Tom Cruise should never have long hair like that, but that's a different story. Uh, he turned <laughs> it around. John.
3: And-
0: <laughs> he turned it around with Mission Impossible 3. And then everyone since then has been just a a complete uh, thrill ride. Um, Fast and Furious 10, uh, a lot of people may disagree with me, but I actually truly enjoyed Fast and Furious 9, and if what I'm hearing is correct, we could possibly be looking at Keanu Reeves as a possible in credit scene to lead into the next Hobbs and Shaw, if they even do another Hobbs and Shaw. Um, excuse me. Um, I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed Fast and Furious 9 a lot. I go into those movies and I just go, I'm suspending belief, I'm suspending um, actual acting talent, and I'm also suspending a consistent <laughs> storyline. And once you wipe out all those factors that would make a good movie, you're just entertained. Like, I mean, you're just you're seeing cars fly through the air. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's a thrill ride. Um, I had a lot of fun. Real quick. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Real quick. I'm I'm sorry to say
2: this. I know I might catch some flack for it. I've never seen one Fast and Furious movie. Start with Fast I, Five.
0: To me, yeah, I don't don't actually, they're
2: actually watchable yeah. after Fast Five.
0: Yes. I, for, I,
2: for all the reasons that you just said you love them, I despise that. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Dude, I, I, let's be honest. It's one,
3: step above, it's one step above Michael Bay movies. They really are, but they're, they, they're good popcorn yeah. flicks. I have a good well, time here's, with it. Here's yeah. the thing I don't watch with, anything with The Rock in it.
0: Here's the thing, then. The, it completely – what makes Fast and Furious, uh, starting with the one, uh, as everyone said, five when The Rock um, made his introduction – is that they got away from racing, um, which at the time I okay. hated Because I'm like, you're, you're not racing. That's the whole point of what the, the movies before were. But what they were trying to do was show you that you just can't make 10 movies of just racing. Um, so it became an action-adventure. Um, but once I, okay. saw, once I saw two cars crash into each other head-on, and both the guys jumped out of like the, the, the dashboard <laughs> window... And they were both fine, not a scratch on them. I was just like, all right, yeah, it's just a popcorn flick. Like, I, you I'm not just just
3: for the evolution, man. It goes from like street racing to like punching a nuclear missile with Jason Statham's <laughs> fist. I mean, that's that's like literally where the series goes. It, they've got to take it to I, space eventually, right? I mean, it has got to. Right. I mean, Aaron
2: – I made the. Uh, I'm, go
3: ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I, I was going to say I, I made the joke because I, I, I saw the coming attractions for Hobbs and Shaw. I said the most unbelievable thing in that movie is that uh, The Rock and Jason Statham both call each other ugly men, and they're by far some of the best-looking men in the world. <laughs> yeah. I say my wife so actually thought what... that was the funniest line of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. suspend my disbelief that much. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah, no <laughs> – What makes it funny is, like, just watching The Rock, Jason Statham, and Vanessa Kirby and just going, this might be one of the most attractive uh, (laughs) casts I've seen in a while. Um, Yeah, 100%
3: smoke show.
0: Everyone's just like, oh, I'm ugly, I'm ugly. And it's like, no, I'm ugly. You are a beautiful (laughs) human being. I feel Uh, ugly you're
3: watching this, yeah. (laughs) Right?
0: Exactly. Like, I don't measure up watching
3: um, like but when no, I went to Call 300 and I was like, man, I need to go do some sit-ups or something.
0: <laughs> Everybody in here has got like an eight pack. Listen, <laughs> listen, I refuse to watch that movie ever again um, because no one should be that buff. Just no one. No right. human being. No human being. Um, but no, so we also have Thor: um, Love and Thunder. We know what we can expect with that. Taika Waititi is back with the whole gang. Natalie Portman is back. After, it was very clear that Natalie Portman was not coming back. I am shocked that she is coming back. Um, Indiana Jones 5, I'm not really excited for that. I honestly did like the one with Shia LaBeouf, um, mainly because that was my first Indiana Jones movie that I saw at the time. Um, So I I really enjoyed it because I'm just like Steven Spielberg. I liked Shia LaBeouf at the time. I was like, yeah, this is good. And like I saw the originals and I was like, oh, no, that was horrible. I, like really, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I don't know what to expect with that. Um, seemingly Harrison Ford sounds like he wants to continue to be Indiana Jones. Um, I just give it to, to Chris Pratt and, and call it a day, Harrison. Like just just get it over with. Um, Bradley Cooper's yeah. my pick. Bradley Cooper. I'm still holding out faith. Like I've been writing letters every day that Sony cancels. Tom Holland's Uncharted, so you can get a Bradley yes, Cooper. Um, I, hey, I'm, I'm Mark Wahlberg is solely. Racing. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they're more clueless than Warner Brothers. But but yeah, so that's where my hope <laughs> is. Bradley Cooper is that he can be um, Nathan Drake. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'd be fine with with, with that either way. But um, we also have Avatar two. Um, I hated the first one uh, it was so much of my being, I hated the first one. Um, it was, Pocahontas was blue people, and I, I will say that to the dad. <laughs> um, that's You're all the that was. If, if it was not for the fact that 3D was used so poorly before then, that movie would not have made as much money as it did. It was not that good.
3: Look, that's I enjoyed why. it when I saw it in the theater, like you said, in 3D, but if I went back to it now, I'd probably be like, this is unwatchable. I'll just watch Ferngully if I want to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is a very good point. But And yeah, it, 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 what's funny is the, the thing that I hate the most about Avatar is that it spun a 3D revolution. Like Amazing Spider-Man 2 was 3D for no reason. Um, What was that Nicolas Cage Amber Heard movie, Drive to Hell or something like that? That was 3D for, for whatever reason. There were shark movies that were 3D. I was just like, it's giving me a headache. Like... <laughs> 3D is not that cool for you to make all these movies 3D. That's where Avatar started. So I think that's. I'm what I Talk about
3: two movies that you didn't list yeah, in absolutely.
0: 2021.
3: Yeah. Uh, the, first up, first up, this is gonna be just me being old. Look, my mom was a huge Elvis Presley fan, and if you grew up with my mom. You became an Elvis Presley fan too. So I'm really interested in seeing that uh, that biopic that they're making about Elvis. Um, it's uh, Baz Luhrmann is actually the one doing it. So I'm actually kind of interested in that. But but also. Uh, th- I just see on here in November that there's an untitled Dungeons and Dragons film. I'm a new D and D guy, so hell, I'm interested. And I think oh, By proxy, right. I must see that. Oh, you are you a big <laughs> D oh, and D guy too? That's right. I remember you saying that the other day. Yeah, I've, I'm actually so new to it. I just actually bought like my first pair of metal dice like this past week. Yeah. There you so go. You're, you're hooked, man. Yeah. Oh, I, once you start you. buying merch, you're on something. You're usually in. Yeah.
2: I I, I use it, it's a quick.
3: Fix for anyone who's
2: in a relationship out there, if your uh, lady friend or your your boyfriend is into D anD D, just get them dice and that's it. Like instead <laughs> of getting flowers, just get dice. Come home with a new set of dice. It works wonders.
3: Yeah, really. It's like, but this is this is really only your second pair of dice. That's it. I'm like, well, I've only been playing for like six months. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, will man, say it, also... Go ahead.
2: I would say it's you know. It, don't listen to anyone else. Just go out, have fun, and do it at your own pace, man. It,
0: oh, it, look, since look it,
3: all my high school years, I was like, oh, I'm too cool for that stuff. And then when I watched Stranger Things, I was like, man, I really feel like I missed something. So when friends said, hey, do you guys want to play? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to play. So I, I I remember
2: I told uh, – we were. I was telling my friends that um, you know my wife and I, we go to the, uh, the, the uh, comic conventions and all that. And it turned out, I was like, all right, well, I go there, but at least I don't cosplay. And then all of a sudden I started cosplaying, and then it's well you know what? at least I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Now I play Dungeons Whoops. and Dragons, so I, I don't know what the next level is. I this think is it's like rock Martham, bottom, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it, there, there's always more. There, it, it goes deeper in the geek uh, kingdom, I guess.
0: So I'm, I'm looking here, and I'm like I, I forgot a few more. We have Scream Five. Um, for anyone who's enjoyed Scream Four. God bless you if you did. Um, Dom, I know you are on a stream, so that's directed to you. Um, (laughs) We also got um, Tomb Raider 2, Pinocchio, Halloween Ends, and oh,
1: John Wick 4.
0: Spider Spider Man 3 comes out in 2021, Um, Masters of the Universe. I am so looking forward to that movie. I pray they don't cancel that movie. I'm so for that. But the movie that I am picking that I know for a fact, in my mind, will be the movie of the year easily, as long as they don't drop off completely, is John Wick 4. Like, John Wick 4 is, right. is, is, is freaking amazing. Um, with, with
3: Keanu's popularity right now, I don't see how that's not a huge movie.
0: Yeah. I, 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 that movie has to be huge. Um, and it's like that should wrap up the story. Now, will it? Who knows? um honestly who knows at this point they might try to make as new john wicks as we have fast and furious um but yeah that Not to me is, that. that's gonna be my out. and then i am very curious to seeing robert downey jr and jude law back together for sherlock holmes three um and seeing how that plays out i didn't really truly enjoy the second one like i thought i would that first one's still a classic um so i'm really curious to see how they bounce back for this third one if it wasn't for the fact that he was iron man literally every year uh we would have had it sooner um so i am looking forward to that and then you guys know the shang chi and all the other movies that i I listed before this movie should be should be easily best best year for movies we've had in a long time and i'm looking very weirdly we have mel gibson is doing another passion passion of christ this one's the resurrection. All right. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. There's that. Um, anyone who's interested in that, there's that. Um, so yeah. <laughs> 2021. Come on. Fight me, somebody. You're not beating that year. You're
3: no, not- I think it's a really, really edgy pick. That's really a nice little a, little a way to a way to game the system there, man. I tip my hat to you, and it has better movies coming out than <laughs> I expected. It definitely does, but um, I don't know. Uh, I I I know that you're really excited for the Batman, and I and I love what Matt Reeves did with uh with the Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, big I can't say anything bad about it. and That's just someone who loves the '60s Planet of the Apes movies, and I really enjoy these new ones quite a bit. I just don't trust Warner Brothers right now, man. I don't know.
0: Well, to be fair, I enjoyed Aquaman. Aquaman is in my top five.
1: Sure, I um, like Shazam too.
0: Um, so I'm like, those were good. So I'm like, I mean, it's possible this could be. I Here's the thing I trust Matt Reeves, and this is a very, very, very strong cast. Um, stronger Batman than D. I Food would Man
3: have. had a very, very, very strong cast.
0: No, but one. Yeah, come one, on one here. It's the Geeks Against Grain part. All right, I get to be the villain. Yeah, let's do it. One Jesse <laughs> one, one <laughs> Eisenberg was cast. It was like, all right, I don't know where you're really going with this. Uh, you um, took the wind out of my <sighs> Yeah, it just, it was like, all right, hold on. So far, I haven't seen anyone past it in this movie that I'm like, no, I, I don't see it. Like, I, I don't see it. Everyone just seems so spot on. I mean, even if we get a a, a confirmation, um, Colin Farrell is, is the penguin, I could see that. <laughs> like, that to me works. So I'm like, I Jeffrey with Wright that. and Gordon. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Say it again. I,
2: I, was, I think they totally switched. I think Andy Circus should have been the Penguin. Yes. And, God, I agree. And, and possibly Colin Fer- I think they should leave Colin Farrell out of the movie. I am not a big Colin Farrell fan.
0: I like but, the rumor about why, Pierce
3: Brosnan being why, Alfred. Hold on, hold on one
0: that's second. An on. <laughs> that's an interesting choice. Hold on. That's an interesting choice. We don't... We don't do Colin Farrell. Uh, we, we we don't do we don't talk bad about Colin Farrell over here, Dan. But that, that <laughs> is, man, is, is
2: this a rule? <laughs> that man I'm is sorry. the guy.
0: That is the guy that I've been <laughs> saying forever. If we were to redo the MCU, he would easily be my Tony Stark. That's how much I love Colin.
3: Farrell. That's a good pick. Oh, wow! Good pick. Wow! I
0: love, I love so Colin Farrell. Tight. Hey, look. <laughs> all I'll say is once he
3: left the Fantastic <laughs> Beast franchise, it went downhill. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That is really fair. It's a one movie <laughs> sample
3: size, but still I'm sticking with it. <laughs> that is I, really I, I, good. I I don't see
2: it. I'm so sorry. I I'm I'm besmirching my name here. I, I haven't seen <laughs> a Fast and Furious movie and I don't like Colin Farrell. But I'm just gonna have you back this,
3: on.
0: <laughs> no, I mean look, I, I, I get the idea of wanting Andy Circus to to be the penguin, but here's the thing. I am, I am out of the idea of um, sticking to an aesthetic. So I like the idea of, I don't know if anyone here has play, played the Batman Telltale game. Um, yeah. penguin, penguin has a physique quite like Colin Farrell. Um, and his background was that he grew up with Bruce. I'm not saying that's where the movie's going. I'm not even saying that was a good route for the game. But I like thinking outside the box for the character of the penguin. Um, I would want him to be more comic accurate if we've never seen a live action penguin, but we've seen it and we've seen it done so well to so do something new. Mm-hmm. Now we've seen it done uh, very accurately. What's the flip side of that? Cole? Flip side would be having a more mobster mentality of, of the penguin and Colin Farrell could do that in his sleep. Um, now, if you don't like Colin Farrell as an actor, maybe you don't think he could do it in his sleep. But I do think he could bring something to the Penguin um, that completely differs than what Danny was. It no, not Danny. It wasn't Danny DeVito. Who was um? Who was the Penguin? Yeah, Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah, Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah. All right. See, that's how good he was because he just looked drastically different to what we know Danny <laughs> DeVito looked like. Um, but no, Andy Circus to me is someone that could pull off Alfred without having to do much work. Um, And What I mean by that is I always want – that's why I love Jeremy Irons' Alfred. I need an Alfred that's more hands-on. Like Bruce is out fighting crime, Alfred is back in the cave putting together uh, a new suit or a new gadget or fixing up the Batmobile or fixing the Batmobile. That's why
3: I wanted Pierce Brosnan. Who's more hands-on than James frickin' Bond?
0: Well, no, I I would have been – Good point. He was one of my my picks, but my, my true pick was Sir Davros. Um, from Game of Thrones. That's who mm. I wanted to be, uh, Alfred. Oh, that's a sneaky good pick. Yeah. He would have been just perfect. I mean, perfect. Um, yeah. I mean, Andy Serkis is a great actor and we know he's going to do an amazing job as Alfred And casting Andy Serkis means he's going to have a large role. I mean, we saw Michael Caine have a very, very big role in Batman's life in, in those three movies. So, we can assume Andy Circus will will be the same. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Paul Dano is
3: my favorite cast. And,
0: yeah, no, it's just, it's it's out there. That's why I'm saying, like, this movie is setting itself up to be very difficult to be bad. Um, you guys never saw but,
3: Prisoners? Paul Dano is amazing yeah. in that.
0: I agree. By the way, um, AJ and Dom, I think, are witnesses. I think I said this a few episodes ago. I am still shocked to this day. Hugh Jackman isn't looking at two Oscars on his wall, one for Prisoners, one TV. for
1: um,
0: because that movie was beautiful. that was so well done. Um, and I heard no one talk about any of the performances in that movie, let alone the movie itself, um, for getting an Oscar nod. That's a slept-on movie, I-, I think, by the um, by the uh, the Oscar committee. That was very slept on, but um, but yeah. Anyway, this is a very solid cast that that's being built. So I trust, um, Matt Reeves, uh, that that Mike. That's where my trust is, not in Warner Brothers, but with Matt Reeves, and what I think Robert Pattinson can do is Batman. So that's where my. Bro,
3: is. I never want to bring you down on anything, Batman. I'm just saying I got that wall of optimism with anything that the WB does. Even though I enjoyed Aquaman, I really, really like Shazam. Uh, not so much interested in Birch Bray. If, if if James Gunn wasn't doing Suicide Squad, I don't think I'd even be seeing it. So but I know we agree. Yeah, We've think, already done an episode on that.
4: I think
1: Warner I think <laughs> Warner Brothers
3: is I think Warner Brothers is
4: changing their style a little bit I more hope. since since uh, because of last time they just made a lot of bad moves with like Batman vs. Superman and what a what a um Suicide Squad and Justice League. I feel like Warner Brothers is now like letting their directors their screenwriters every everyone have a little bit more freedom instead of controlling everything last minute, so I have a little bit more optimism, and right now, I think Matt Reeves is getting everything that he needs with, without the uh this can be this can be um This could be turned around in an instant, but as of right now, Warner Brothers is letting Matt Reeves do his thing. Hopefully, they will let um, James Gunn do his thing. So, right now, at least until I hear news that Warner Brothers is taking charge because it's something they don't like, and hopefully that doesn't happen. But
0: as of right now, I am optimistic about
4: the future of Warner Brothers. For DC movies
0: yeah and to kind of backtrack a little bit about the um the Batman if what I'm hearing is anywhere near close to being accurate um is that Warner Brothers is very 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 much interested in building a bat family universe within the Matt Reeves Batman world um so I heard a name like Timothy Chalamet is is Dick Grayson um, playing an older Dick Grayson that more so kind of tags along, rather than having the story of Bruce adopting him. Um, also, Batgirl is something they want to do very heavily. They they want to do Batgirl and Supergirl like desperately. Um I, I don't know why, but I mean, whatever you need to do. <laughs> do. Um, Supergirl, the show isn't good at all. So maybe it doesn't. Everything CW is trash, and I'm
4: gonna stick with that. I hate
3: to see that. It, <laughs> it definitely is now. Like I liked Arrow trash. when it first started, but I was like, I saw like my wife watching something like last week, and I was like, this doesn't even look at like the same show as those first couple of seasons, man.
0: I'll say this: Arrow and Flash, I will always stand behind, and I truly—I don't care what anyone says—I truly have been loving Batwoman so far.
1: Ruby Rose has oh, been doing an
0: amazing hell you have job. Not.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I honestly
0: have i i love the show i have not had any uh major issues about um the episode so far um i love it i, I love it and grant gustin is an amazing flash Stephen amell has done a great job as the green arrow um he can't help uh, the writing of that show but i think he does an amazing job and i think the aesthetics really good on arrow um but yeah i i I think they should do Supergirl into a movie and I think they should get Amelia Clark um to play Supergirl. I think they should. No, but- you, want a,
3: you want a four foot tall Supergirl? No, Come no, on, no, 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 Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes. Here's why. Here's here's why I want a supergirl of that height, right? If you're giving me Supergirl and you're telling me that this Supergirl um is going to reboot the Superman universe, like Henry Cavill's no longer Superman. And by all means, make her whatever height you want to make her. But if you're telling me it's Supergirl is in the same world as Henry Cavill Superman, I don't want two tall uh, supers. I, I don't. It just doesn't look good. And Henry Cavill is a, a, a tall man. Um, and then you're going to put, what, another tall super right next to him? No, it just looks weird. Yes, um, 100%. There should be a height difference. difference. There is in the comics. He's not as tall as he is.
4: Fuck the comics at this point. (laughs) That's
0: what they say at the WB offices.
4: Well, is short in the
0: comics, but hey, we got
4: Hugh Jackman, and he's tall as hell. (laughs) Yeah, but... I I
2: think the problem with that casting is she's box office poison. She hasn't been in a really good movie, uh, I don't don't think, since... I don't think ever. ever, Last uh, Christmas got bombed.
0: Well, to be fair, to be fair, I don't think you can blame Terminator on her. So I I don't think that's really fair. Let's take Terminator out. Okay. Um, her only movie I would I would say is this new movie coming out. Um, and they're weirdly coming out with it not around Christmas or January, where Yo, you want to re-
3: you want to take her most financially successful film out of her resume in Terminator Genesis? All right.
0: Yes, because <laughs> does that she
3: tell not- you where she stands?
0: <laughs> Again, look, I don't blame the way I look at it is like this. I I defended um God why can't I think of his name now I'm completely blanking but um uh he played Jax in um uh and Sons of Anarchy I'm completely uh, I know you're talking I about – can't you know what I'm talking about um, yeah that's who
3: everybody wants is Oliver Queen everybody everybody's wanted
0: to Oliver right. Queen for a while but right after Pacific Rim everyone swore like ah oh, this guy can't act this guy can't like hold his own movie but if you've seen like any Carl of Union? Movie, Yes, Charlie, Charlie Hunnam, yes. If you've seen any of his movies outside of Pacific Rim, the guy, well, first of all, if you've seen Sons of Anarchy, you already know he's
3: yeah, great. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy is great.
0: Outside of Pacific Rim, he's freaking phenomenal. The acting ability is there. So I think if you're Amelia Clark, you kind of have to get out of the space of wanting to do either these big holiday films or these big budget films. Get something that you feel really passionate about. And, and do that and allow your acting to kind of seep through. Because um, I don't think any of us think she's a bad actress, do we? Do we? No. no, no
4: I think she's good.
0: So uh, to me, it's, all you need is one movie to change the narrative. I mean, we've seen it as recently with Robert Pattinson. People only like, oh, the guy from Twilight? Like, no, he's done other movies. <laughs> he's a really good actor. Um, so I, I, I thought the same thing with Charlie Hunnam. Um, you know, back when I was I was saying how much I wanted him as Green Arrow, and people kept saying, uh, "The guy from Pacific Rim." No, like this, you, you want to go to something, go to Sons of Anarchy, and then go to his other movies. Like, don't don't go to Pacific Rim. Pacific Just Rim. basically
3: watch Sons of, of Anarchy if you haven't, because it's great television.
0: I agree, but Pacific Rim was so bad. I for a second <laughs> felt as if Judas was was not a good Look, actor. And I was I there never- to
3: watch monsters and robots fight. That's it. But I agree. I can't disagree with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it was just really bad um but um dan before we let you out of here man i want to thank you so much for joining us we definitely have to have you on uh, again this upcoming week
2: yes please i enjoyed this so much thank you gentlemen it was nice to meet all of you and thank you for letting me make a fool of myself
3: here uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun uh and yeah i'm, no, looking I'm, forward I'm to glad it. i didn't get like crickets when i mentioned dungeons and dragons so it's awesome for me yeah
2: yeah, i mean again i'm like contractually obligated to uh to like those kind of movies now i think i don't know how it works but uh yeah uh i i think you guys you're a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to this again and uh, i know tia joins in i'm looking forward to seeing what she has to offer in, in these conversations and yeah just keep it going guys
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dan. Um, really quick before you go off, I want you to plug yourself really quick.
2: Sure. Uh, so personally, my Twitter is D Aquino 122. Give me a follow there. Uh, again, Dungeons and Dragons stuff and a lot of animal stuff. So that's not nothing great. But uh, uh, <laughs> Stranger Damies is the D&D podcast that we all do. Uh, they air every Wednesday, new episodes. Uh, they call this a movie. Is the main Demi on Twitter? They air every Thursday, and we also have the Game Vault podcast, and that airs every other Monday. And they are Game Vault Pod on the Twitter, and that's all.
0: All right, we appreciate it, Dan, and we will talk to you definitely uh, later on this week.
2: Gentlemen, have a good night. You,
0: you too, brother. See
1: you, man.
0: All right, so with us talking about best years of movies and everything, this is what I wanted to talk to you guys about, right? All right, this will be us us wrapping up the, the show for tonight. But my dad was talking to me the other day. Um, he was scrolling through. He likes to Google, and he was scrolling through, um, and he was looking at a list of top ten um, best superhero movies, right? And you guys can assume what you would – think would be in the top five right like people would assume it'd be what in game or dark night stuff like that right like that's the first place you're right all right so excuse me um i can't remember what site it was but i wanted to bring this up to you guys um and and kind of read you off what they had on their top twenty. And when you hear the 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 list, you're gonna you're gonna kinda go, all right, who are these people and why are they dumb? Um screenwriter.
4: Screen no, rant? sorry, screen rant.
0: No, not screen rant, no. This is actually coming from um the ringer.
3: Oh, even worse.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no. Listen. Listen, I, I agree. But I wanted to bring it up because I am very curious on cuz my issue wasn't the movies they picked it was the order of where they put the movies and I was just like wait a minute this just doesn't make any sense so I'm going to read it off to you guys from 20 all right so at number 20 Thor Ragnarok 19 Guardians of, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 we can we can we can fix them up um close to the end Um, Well, after I named them, sorry. Um, 89 Batman, number 18. Deadpool, number 17. Um, Iron Man 3, uh, number 16. Far (laughs) From Home, 15. Homecoming, 14. (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy, 13. The Dark Knight Rises, 12. Civil (laughs) War, 11. Iron Man, 10. Infinity War, 9. Wonder Woman, 8. Spider Man 2, 7. Um, first Spider Man six, Superman from 1978 is number five. The Avengers is number four. Endgame is number three. Black Panther number two. The Dark Knight number one. And here's the here's the kicker. Their honorable mentions, um, no, their honorable mentions are horrible. But their honorable mentions are Max Steel, Captain America, Steel, Jonah Hex, Supergirl, Elektra, and the oh. Spirit. Um, and here's the thing. This is what I wanted to, because I want to go to you first, AJ, because I know you would take so much exception to this. All right. Do so you have to guess, AJ? What number would you say they have into the Spider Verse? Fuck! I already see it. It's twenty nine. <laughs> what <laughs> the hell?
4: What is this? What <laughs> is this? They need to br- take off their site. Just Give up their nerd card and everything. What? Oh my goodness. Yeah, they have me, X-Men right? 2 at 27. What? Oh,
3: mm. It, it sounds like someone who 24. had never watched superhero movies and did a Google search <sighs> for best superhero movies and they just typed them in oh, and they were where they, they popped up.
0: Yeah, first of all, here's here's what upset me the most. All right? this, this is where I, was, where I was scrolling down, where I was just like, all right, you know what? This was a deal. They have Captain Marvel above Logan. No, nope. Fuck <laughs> all, right, that's all I got to say. All, right. that's all I have How is Man of Steel forty six? What is?
3: <sighs> Thank you. I feel like I'm the only one who loves that movie. I don't even. I'm just no,
4: good.
0: Mike. Mike, you know how much I love Man of Steel, man. I defend it with you all the time. That movie was man beautiful. At least needs to be
4: top five on here. Man Steel needs to at least be at top I'm five. With you. What?
0: at least top 10 like i could at least understand if it made it at number six but you're not telling me captain marvel was a better movie than um than uh god what was it right above would i tell you guys it was right above i can't even remember because is so stupid <laughs> right i don't know i think i
3: tried to remove it from my memory <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold on let me place it back in everyone's uh everyone's everyone's mind oh it was right above logan sorry that that great piece of cinema. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. So, what I want you guys to do is, I want you guys, I'll go first, because I'm putting you guys on the spot. But I want you guys to think of what your top five would be oh, if you had geez. to put Can a- I go first? All right, I oh, it. yeah, you can go first. You can go first. But here's the caveat, AJ. It cannot uh, be a superhero movie that is based off of a team-up, meaning Winter Soldier November. was a team-up. Avengers team up, Civil War team up, nothing that's team up. It has to be a pure solo film. Go ahead, okay. give me your top. All
4: right, number one is Man of Steel, number two is Logan, number three is Dark Knight, number four is. Uh, does it have to be a superhero movie? Uh, so what do you think? It comic
0: be a comic book film. It just can't be a team up. So, like Watchmen, you can't be okay. Watchmen.
4: N- Number four is No Piercer. Number five is. I'm going to say. Mm. I'm going to say Far From Home.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. Alright, um, alright, so anyone wanna go next or do you want me to go to them first? I can do it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh did it have to be an order? No. You want, no. Okay, just, you just five.
3: Uh I'll go Dark yeah. Knight, Man of Steel, The Crow, Sam Raimi, Spider Man Two, and Guardians of the Galaxy with Thor Ragnarok like just right there on the edge.
0: Alright, fair enough. Before we get into each other's list, let's all name them. Dom, you want me to go, or you want to go?
1: I, I can go. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Logan. No, there's no order for me. Uh, Logan, uh, Dark Knight, uh, Spider Verse, uh, and now that Mike's mentioned the Crow, the Crow's got to be in there for me. Spider Verse Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. up. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I, You know what? I'd put... Did I say Deadpool? Deadpool, Dark yeah. Knight, Crow, Logan. Oh, I need one more. Um, I, as much as you guys are talking about Man of Steel, I haven't seen the whole thing, and I want to watch it really bad because, like, you, listening to you guys talk about it has made me want to watch it and watching some of the clips that I haven't seen let me want to watch it. So that probably, I feel like it might be in there if I had seen it. But since I haven't, um, i will probably say um, I'll put Iron Man in there.
0: Well, I, I, thank, I, like you that. That I thank
1: you for that.
0: I thank you for giving Iron Man your pity vote there, Dom. Um, but it, <laughs> is, it is a slept on pick. Um, I actually did this topic on the Facebook page. Not many people put Iron Man in there. And Iron Man's my number one. Um, Iron Man at number one. Man of Steel at number two. Aquaman at number three. Winter- no, uh, shoot, sorry. Winter Soldier has to come out. Sorry. That was what I made earlier. Um, Logan at number four. And then number five, I would put. I'm trying to think. What do I want at number
1: five?
0: Uh. You know what? I'm gonna go with Black Panther at number five. It oh, have wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have made my top five before because um, I had Winter Soldier in there before. But I watched Winter Soldier the other day, and I'm like, Black Widow and Falcon are in it too much for me to say that it, it, it's just a solo film. Like it just seems like another team up movie. Um, I guess I got
3: Victor like, Ragnarok. Uh, I didn't think about the Hulk. Obviously, that's a team up.
0: Well, let me ask you this. You you guys remember Winter Soldier, right? Would you say sure. Thor shared as many scenes with Hulk as Cap did with uh, Natasha and... and um,
3: I'd say more. More? Yeah, I'd think probably the movie, more?
0: The movie starts with Cap and Falcon. <laughs> like them them jogging together. Yeah. And then Black Widow picks him up, and then they go into a mission where he's fighting with Black Widow. Uh, like... It's almost,
3: uh, let me put it like this. Uh, the reason I say that is because I've seen Winter Soldier probably three times. I've seen Thor Ragnarok about 3,000 times because it's like my kid's favorite. So <laughs> uh, I might be the wrong one to ask there.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Sorry. Right, so I'll tell you what. If you want to throw in Ragnarok, um, you can throw in Ragnarok. Into the Spider-Verse, I, I, can't, I, I can't throw that. That's absolutely a team-up move. Um, like, I want to
4: switch. No I want to switch far from home. I'm going to switch Far From Home with um, The Dark Knight Returns Part 2.
0: You're going animated? Yeah. Alright. Okay. Alright. I don't really have any issue with that. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, well... well, (laughs) We're we're throwing an animated into this. I wouldn't put Black Panther at 5 then. I'd probably put Batman under the Red Hood. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> nah, I
4: keep,
0: I keep Black Panther in there because you're gonna. Because here's the thing, I I'm a huge enthusiast of DC's animated films, um. So I'm like, I could do a top 30 list of just those. Um. So I'm thinking, and I'm like, Assault on Arkham was a the classic. Then you go to The Dark Knight Returns, Part One, Part Two, and then you go under the Red Hood. Then the That's new Batman Mask of the Phantasm, the only one that actually be in theaters, not just straight to DVD or your your streaming service. Killing
4: Joke went to theaters.
0: Oh, Killing Joke did go to theaters, but that was super rapey. Like that was that was <laughs> a little too <bit> much. <laughs> was kind of bad, movie.
4: though.
0: <laughs> yeah, that movie definitely should have had Chris Hansen pop in at some point. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I think <laughs> more about animation, it I'll go down a rabbit hole. Um, but one honorable mention I did want to bring up that I know a lot of people keep forgetting is a comic book movie. Um, is v for Vendetta does not oh get enough recognition.
4: God. Actually, I'm going to switch yeah. to V for Vendetta.
0: Yes. Yeah. Does not get enough recognition. I actually want to give a shout out to Nick, um, who's part of uh, Geek Vibes, Geek Vibes um, Live. He actually had V for Vendetta at his number two. Um, and <laughs> weirdly ant-man at his five but v for vendetta is the only one i want to talk about. <laughs> um so i want to give a huge shout out to him because when when you think about it you think of how good that movie was but you forget that it came from a comic book so like you spend the belief of like oh wait they came from source material with it so um i wanted to give a shout out to v for vendetta um and that's really it i don't i don't have deadpool in my list anywhere um, I also I see a lot of people talk about Blade Two. I don't think Blade Two was a good movie. I didn't like anything about it. Um, I think it was though. fun at the time, but it hasn't aged well at all. It hasn't. And you want to know something that that's crazy, Mike? Here's how much of a hypocrite I am. I actually prefer Blade Three, and that doggone no. though, didn't age Must well. Let's not go crazy.
1: <laughs> no.
3: oh, I think that's a little too much of your like. You saw Deadpool, and now you like Ryan Reynolds more, or something. I think that's what that is. That has no. to be because, man, I was in theater face palming during that movie.
0: You know why I enjoyed that movie is I, I still to this day believe, even though, yes, once I saw that was when I knew Ryan Reynolds would be a perfect Deadpool. Um, I thought that was his audition for Deadpool was, was Blade Trinity. Um, I was a, I was a big Jessica Beale fan, and I well, felt. Who that Right, that's very true. Um, I thought that movie gave me the action that I just felt like I didn't get from the second one. It was just pure action. Um, And and that's what I loved about it. Uh, It wasn't necessarily Ryan Reynolds, um, because I'd be lying if I told you, like, um, you know, I I thought he was the funniest, because I was young. So a lot of that humor didn't hit me until I got older and rewatched that movie. Uh, I just loved the action. And I, I thought Wesley Snipes was just like the coolest thing ever. So but I yeah said I don't no know
3: team ups. I you mm-hmm. said no team ups, but if they're a team, like if it's a comic book about a team, does that does that count?
0: I'd say no because then we're we're kinda going down because then people will want guardians, people will want Watchmen. I, I had Guardians
3: because like I said, it, I felt like it was just I mean, that's the comic that it is. But if I if I can do that, then I want to take off Spider Man two and put on the director's cut of Watchmen.
0: Well I tell you what, look, all right. Here's what we'll do. We'll break it open. You want to put my movies in there? I'm putting Sin City at number one, um, and I'm redoing mm. my list. Like Sin City mm. goes at number one. Wait, uh, so v- are we mixing it back up again? Yeah. You know what, Mike? You're you're here causing chaos. We're, we're gonna throw teams in. Throw in. <laughs> That's why we're having
3: teams. on, man. So you all just agree <laughs> with each other.
0: <laughs> everyone, everyone, redo your list. So I'm gonna go Watchmen, Logan, V for Vendetta. Winter Soldier, Iron Man. That's my top five. Who wants to go next? One thing I'm
3: changing. But the director's cut of Watchmen, not that theatrical version that left an hour of the movie out.
0: That's fair enough. I mean, I could live with either or, but yeah, no, I get your point. I think that's Zack
3: Snyder's best movie.
0: I I still will never say, "Mm, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Three hundred was just woof. That was good. And Man of Steel was just beautiful. But it's I hard you how not to how I,
3: highly I put Watchmen. The directors could. They could Yeah, perfect.
0: It's hard not to put Watchmen there. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So so what are you changing your list to?
3: Me, uh, Dark Knight, Man of Steel, the Crow, Guardians of the Galaxy, and
1: Watchmen.
0: Okay. Alright. Dom, what are you changing it to? Uh
1: Dark Knight, Beef of Vendetta, Logan, the Crow and I switched up completely on my last one to put uh, the 1990s uh, Ninja Turtles movie.
3: Oh, nice!
1: Oh, Oh yeah. man! Fair enough. Dude, you need to let us hear something like
3: this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, this could be an episode because I I would love to hear what Tia and and, and Pals' um choices are and Dan. So I mean, we could definitely make this a topic. So we can go ahead and after AJ's, go ahead and kind of wrap this up and save this maybe for a topic for uh for this upcoming week.
4: Okay, so my is, oh, is
0: Spider-Man to the
4: Spider-Verse. My is Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. That's number one. Number two is Man of Steel. Number three is Viper Vendetta. Number four is Logan. Number five is Dark Knight, in that exact order.
0: Fair enough. I mean, I. I just want us to do topics that are, that are difficult. So like, instead of what, you know, like I might have you guys create your top five and then you could only keep one, like something like that. Something. So it's just, it, it's a little bit more difficult. Cause every time people have the top five, they kind of just sound somewhat the same. Um, so just make it a little bit more difficult. All right. You picked your top five. Now slim it down to one. You only can have one. Um, I know if I only could have one, it would easily be The Watchmen. Easily. easily. Uh, no, no.
3: Sorry. You're going to you. laugh. You. I'm going to say Guardians just because I enjoy watching with my kids so much.
0: I actually, I lied to you. It would be Sin City. It would be Sin City because that the way they did that movie is exactly how I want uh the Batman to be. I want the, the self-narration. I want at moments for it to be black and white. Um, you know, I, I, I do want all the aesthetics of that. Um and they, oh, they and
4: just went out.
0: They just they just went and got some of Hollywood's top best actors. Uh man, most of them were old, but they went out and got a lot of heavy hitters and put them in uh that Sin City movie. That second one was just like, did they not know they did a really good first one? Like why would they why would they do this? So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not
3: accepting like, any Eva Green slander on this podcast, all right? No,
0: I I didn't, I didn't say anything wrong about Eva Green. I, I'm right. I'm right
3: Okay,
2: okay. Colin, <laughs> the,
0: the movie itself was bad, but I anything. I didn't even see it so
3: just from what I heard.
0: Wait, you didn't see it?
3: Sensei Two? No, I did not.
0: Okay, good. You're not missing anything. Uh, but I right. <laughs>
3: basically uh, what I heard was save us in the two and a half hours of your life. Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: Yeah, no, don't 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 see it. Don't see it, especially if you think the first one was good. Don't see that. Uh, but all right, we had a great show, guys. Um, I want to thank Dan again for joining us. His first time ever. Again, another shout out to Tia who is not feeling the best, so she'll be on this uh, on the next episode. Uh, Mike, it's been a while. You have to do more of these, man.
3: I will do my best. I mean, it's not like we're doing very much Geek Media core these days. So, yeah, I will definitely do my best.
0: (laughs) I can't wait for our next episode. That's how much I enjoyed this one. Um, Dom, AJ, thank you both. Um, We always talk, like, literally, like, all the time. I think we just did a podcast the other day. No, we did the meeting. Sorry, I'm completely confusing things now. I do too many podcasts. Um, But... (laughs) (laughs) But it's always great talking to all three of you, and hopefully we do this again on um, Friday. Friday or Saturday, either or. But um,
4: this when is are a great you episode. Doing the Mandalorian review?
0: I want to do it sad- on, on Saturday, um, you know, where it's kind of like a free day. I don't necessarily have anything crazy going on. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll figure it out, AJ. We'll make sure we loop you in, Mike.
3: You know, I'm doing a lot of content creation now, so if you guys ever want to, like, reveal yourselves and start doing some video reviews and stuff, we can do that.
0: I told you I'm down for video reviews. AJ, if you're down, we can make this a video review. I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. So we'll let you set it up, Mike, and um, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about it. Dom, we'll loop you in. Sure. We'll, loop, we'll loop everyone. Or... <laughs> you will have, well, like, um... a
3: nine-person panel. I don't even care. Let's do it. I don't, I
0: don't care either. <laughs> Let's do it. But um, thank you guys for joining me for another all new episode of Geeks Against the Grain. Um, this is a fun episode. Um, and we will see you guys same time, same place next time. Peace. Peace.